Good. USA plays Iran today. It is also National Cream Pie Day. National Cream. Gotta go get me a slice. Oh, lemon. My bad. Lemon cream pie. <laughs> you just said National Cream Pie Day. <laughs> it's National Lemon Cream Pie Day. Yeah, we're gonna have to go ahead and just we'll just let oh, that one ride. Oh no, that's so great. That's gotta <laughs> stay. That's so great. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Another episode of Value Nation. Big shout out to Big Blue Nation on a huge victory last week. Oh, yeah. God, God, you yeah. started off like that. Anyways, moving on past that subject. Go Big Blue. Um, not even a fan, but just had to do it. Love seeing yeah, Ohio State only, be, only because our boss is a Ohio State fan. <laughs> <laughs> Sucker. So big, big shout out. But welcome back. Welcome back, Value Nation. Here at you again for some wonderful market news that we're going to talk about you know chiefs victory tuesday what day is today usa plays today usa plays iran today it is also national cream pie day national cream gotta go get me a slice oh lemon my bad lemon cream pie (laughs) you just said national cream pie day (laughs) it's national lemon cream pie day yeah we're gonna have to go ahead and just we'll just let that one ride that's so great that's gotta (laughs) stay that's so great my intro sucked, but that just saved it. It saved it. Oh my yeah. god, my intro sucked so bad. Like um, I, I know you don't pay attention to Chiefs news, but uh, oh, I do. Mahomes just had his little baby boy. Yeah, the prodigy's been born. It's like it's like uh, the scene from The Lion King right now, where everybody's you know, <laughs> holding holding the baby up on Pride Rock. <laughs> he and three baby He's the, Pride Rock. The third got edition. A, did you see that? Like super, like studded out. Uh, what's his middle name? Bronze. Bronze. Yeah. yeah, they got him like some diamond-studded necklace oh, yeah. that the kid's never gonna be able to wear. Probably, probably till he's at least like he's gonna be able to hold his head up. It's the, the prodigy man. It's gonna it's take the, a minute. It's the, the third edition, the third Patrick Lebron uh, Mahomes. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. Because because he's a junior. His dad was senior, and his dad was a relief pitcher in Major League Baseball. Right. And then he went football. So we'll see where the, the young prodigy goes. But the reason I said the Chiefs news is so Willie Gay is one of our starting linebackers and he had like a domestic dispute last year and nothing ended up happening. Like he got in an argument with uh, like baby mama or I don't think his wife, but he got like super mad and was like, get mad and broke a vacuum cleaner. She called the cops. But Was it a gas powered vacuum cleaner? (laughs) Bring it in, bring it in. Oh my God. Oh, that was nice, but uh, but so like nothing, no, no files or anything as far as like he didn't touch her, he didn't do, he took his anger out on the vacuum cleaner. He got a four game suspension for that. What? For, breaking saw, a, for breaking and, a Hoover vacuum, and you know the cops getting involved, domestic dispute stuff. But with everything that's going on with Sean Watson, he gets eleven games, and he got four. Like where's? That's oh, there's honestly the there's, there's, no, there's no rhyme or reason. In the there NFL. really isn't. In the last, if you look at it over the last couple of years, uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's pretty bad. Um, I mean, uh, what's his name from Atlanta? The wide receiver got suspended for the season for gambling. Yeah, on his Cal- team, Cal- Calvin Ridley. Yeah. Calvin Ridley. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking about gambling. We're not talking about the very questionable, you know, ear muffet Jordan. You know, questionable actions of Sean Watson and all his masseuses. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we'll look at Pete Rose. Oh, yeah. He's a speaker. You, you could talk on whole segments on that, guys. And then, oh, is that Mike's heart lemonade? Um, actually, no. And I don't know why I should be. It's actually, oh, why does it blur out? Right. 
copyright infringement. Hey, you know what we got to do? We'll tag the rock. Go, like, hey, look at Zoa. I'm here for you. Oh, is that one of his million brains he has? Yeah. Dude, it's so good. So we could, we, 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 could bust, we could bust into market news. Like, what's today's what's today's mortgage rate? Like 7.5%. Oh, God. Do we, all right. Let me what, see. What is, what is today's mortgage rate? We should just like, bust it with what the, the 30 day fixed is every, every episode to start off. It, it is. That sounds like a terrible idea. People are going to cry over that. I'm kidding. I never know how to look it up because, like, I go to bank rate, I go to other places, but you know, like, they're all different. Every lender is a little different. So, like, what is the actual? What do you use to? Do you look it up? Do you actually? Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Usually, let's see. Uh, today's thirty-year fixed. Thirty-year fixed rate mortgage rate today. More like dun 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 dun. <laughs> today's magic number is. 6.81 dropping finally below 7%. Yeah. I love it. I mean, it's it's great. And it also really hurts the potential home buyers, obviously. But well, and but why? Because the buying power. I mean, you made a good point. Like the um is it a good time to buy? Sure, there's not a lot of competition, not a lot of people are really wanting to take on that mortgage payment. You know, because it's more, right? It's a lot more. Um, they, those rates are so high that it decreased the buying power for a lot of people. Um, yeah, because also I mean, rates rates fluctuate based on your credit score as well, right? Like, so that six point eight yeah, down point like, down payment, all those kinds of things come into play, right? Seven forty and over is where you're going to get that prima rate, and then there's another window below that. The rate changes some points and so forth. So. Yeah, it does affect, but I mean, in the grand scheme of things right now with this, if you go out and look, homes aren't, you know, just a year ago, homes were going for 30000 over list price, $40,000 over list price. So you were missing out on homes unless you had that much money in pocket to pay over appraisal, and which helped drive up the home values. Now things are kind of flattening out and you're able to buy a home at list price and even get seller concessions where you can get closing costs paid for. Yes, you're paying more per month on your mortgage because your interest rate is two points higher than what it was, two and a half, three points higher than what it was. I guess in some cases four, it was down to two. Well, yeah, no, because we're they were down two below four. Yeah, down to twos. Yeah, if you if you have the pristine credit score, you can get, you can get some three. But so yeah, it is a difference of a couple hundred dollars a month but would you rather pay $40,000 out of your pocket right now, the second you're buying the house, or save that 40 grand up front, an additional $200 a month on your mortgage payment, and then rates will eventually correct themselves a little bit. When they get back down to the fours and the fives, you refinance, and then it's done. You saved yourself. Well, yeah. I mean, if you got $40,000. Yes. And if, I mean, if you got the cash, some cash, um, and you have the, uh, you know, you can support that higher payment, right? Because there was a, a great example that's out there right now. And I, they, they probably just use it for round numbers, but like a $400,000 house, right? 30 year fixed. Um, what was it, what you could get it for two years ago versus today because of the rate, just rate alone, right? Yeah. Um, all things, all things equal, like down payment, PMI, everything like that. They were talking about it being in a thousand dollars more today per month. For a four hundred thousand dollar house, 
Because of the interest rate. Because of the interest rate versus Ooh. last year, right? Man, so, a grand, an extra okay. grand, that changes the game it for does. a lot of people. It does, but you could still go with, if we're basing on the same thing, so say that house was listed at 400000 Right now, you could buy that house for 400000 if not maybe slightly below, and get 5% help on your closing costs. So you could get maybe twelve fifty to help you, 12500 oh, yeah, And there's a lot you. of the first-time homebuyer credits and a lot yeah. of those other things that can come into play, right, to help, to help yeah. like lessen the blow. Uh-huh. Man, that's uh, – But, that's but a- then think, though, a year ago, you're trying to buy that same $400,000 house when the market was insane and everybody was trying to buy. You may end up having to pay $440,000 for that $400,000 house because you're going to have to pay oh, yeah. $40,000 out of pocket over listing price, over appraised value to buy that house. So then how many months is it going to take? So that's three and a half years or so of that extra thousand to equal the 40,000 you had to pay up front boom, for that house in addition. Well, I think we're going to find that there's going to be a lot of people in a real tricky situation, right? Because of the yeah. last couple of years and the way home values went and who they can point the finger at. I mean, like obviously us and appraisers, because um, we were the ones that handed over the appraisals at at the at the values. But to your point, there's a lot of those guys, a lot of those borrowers that came out of pocket and even more. Like one great example I have from last year was in I think it was Marlton, New Jersey. And it was a very like average like home. Not like a starter home, but you know, I think it was like, I don't know, twenty five hundred square feet, three thousand square feet. Um there it wasn't anything really spectacular but this family really really wanted to be there and they really wanted to be in this school district yeah yeah right. a, home, a home speaks to you you know sometimes yeah. there's that there's and that these, feeling of when you walk into a home and, and it kind of speaks to you, and you have to I, have yeah it. i mean i think we've all had that experience once or yeah. twice right and and whether you can really pull the trigger on it or not is a different story but these these people they got the appraisal done they came in like just over just over the uh, list price. And then they got into the bidding war. And then these guys paid $150,000 cash over asking price. Stop it. The LO came back to me like a week later. He goes, you're not going to believe this. He goes, they got into a bidding war. And this guy pulled out 150 k cash. Stop it. And I'm like, and then he wanted to come back. He's like, he's planning to come back and, you know, maybe refi. I'm like, Hey, we're going to end up in a whole world of problems. Yeah. You need to tell your borrower that he's A, insane, and B, he's going to need to sit on this for a minute and see what happens. Because even the appraiser, like we had, we engaged the uh, appraiser again, just saying, hey, hypothetically. Yeah, appraiser doesn't want to touch that. He's like, no, the good. Price. Yeah. yeah, well, it's like, I, there's no, there's an, no worldly way I could hit this appraised value. No. Period whatsoever. Yeah, and, yeah. That, and like to be fair, that did happen a lot. Like everybody well, was aware. 150k was the biggest number yeah. I saw in, yeah, in that's the big, last two years, right? That's I think you're one. like you're right. Like you're hitting it like 30, between 30 and 50. I think was it was saw a lot of it was common. Like that, that's something that used to be uncommon, but that that became common in, in certain markets. Obviously, it's all it's all based on percentages, you know. Uh, yeah, in the, like four, around me. Like if you're dealing with any market, four to five hundred thousand dollars houses, you if you wouldn't bat an eye seeing forty thousand dollars listed. Now that game changes at two hundred thousand dollars houses. Obviously, it's all relative to the right, start, right. starting point. Like uh, right. Port, Portland area, you were seeing stuff going crazy high. Well, so yeah, there's uh, some stats out there about specifically about the West Coast. 
um, and the values and how they skyrocketed right over the last couple of years. Um, some major metro areas, you know, whether it's Cali, um, the Northwest was another one. Utah was another one. Um, and then obviously Texas, because they're they always have there's always a surge in like Austin, for instance. Yeah. Um, those markets, there's like top 10 markets. Um, they were all West Coast uh, that increased the most year over year in, in uh, like this median sales price. Um, you know, upwards of like somewhere like 15% higher than pre-COVID. Like it's in, it was insane, insane. And now they're starting to, now with the rates as they are and people not wanting to sell their homes, like we're starting to see the correction, right? So this is where we're getting at. Values are going to have to come back down and normalize. Or, or, you know, the median sales price is going to normalize. Normalize. I think what our old normal of what we're used to is, is never going to come back as far as home values. I agree with you. Like, it, like, like I, I feel like a lot of people, like, if you've been in the housing game for a while or owned your house for 10 plus years, and like what you come to think your neighborhood is worth, and like the kind of range of homes in your neighborhood, that value that's stuck in your head from five, 10 years ago, I think is long gone. I don't think it ever goes down that far again. Well, no, and there's a lot of uh, emotion in it too when it's yours, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, everybody always thinks their home is worth more than what it is. It's your yeah. home, right? Yeah. But, but I'm just talking about. I, I just still can't get. For my example, like say I, I, I live in nothing special, just you know, track home. And I, like in my mind, the values in this neighborhood, what they are compared to like what is still stuck in my brain for what I think these homes are worth, I, I still can't make sense of it. But I don't think it's ever going to drop back down to where my brain locks them in at. So I'll give you an example. Uh, I pulled up some pulled up some data. Oh, you know, data uh -oh. time! We actually have, is this our first facts? Like fun facts, fun facts fun, by Value fun, Nation. Fun facts, Value Nation. Hashtag. Okay, so March of 2020 to uh, June of 2022. Take a wild guess as to how much the uh, median home price increased. Wow. So from the very beginning of COVID. Start of COVID to this summer. To this summer. Oh, my gosh. Um, like a realistic guess or a, a for shock value guess? Realistic guess, I'd say like 18% or so. 18%? Yeah. That's that's pretty conservative, my friend. So. 25%. Okay. You're still short. You're still what? Short. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to blow your mind. All right. 47% increase. 47 percent across the country now that's that's median across the country right so we're talking like 280k up to like 413 414 something like that 200k up to five that's nuts so now oh no 47 percent no, yeah, 47 yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so we're talking about um the corrections right so looking at uh mba stats from last month uh from September to October, the end of October. And we're going to have the new ones, I guess, for November, like later this week or next week. Um, it's already dropped. The median's already dropped down to 379 across the country. Right. So we're, we're starting at 413, okay. and now we're down to 379. So, yeah, so we're getting there. Like, there's, mm -hmm. some, uh, there's some of the chief economists, you know, the guys that are way smarter than us. Um, they were just, be, just because like, they paid attention to econ class. Econ class man, was horrible. This is like 
like Mike Moore. He's just that econ guy. Oh my gosh, he just he can go. He can go. He can go for yeah. So like some of them are um super crazy in their in their projections, talking about like maybe a 15 to 20 percent correction across the country. That's huge. Right? That's a big correction, but it kind of goes back to my earlier point. We're never gonna get back down to that baseline zero. I mean, if it went up 47, 48% and corrects 20%, I mean, it's still up 20 plus percent from what it was. Like it's right, never right. the the big market crash. I think we've said this multiple times on this show, that the big market crash is never gonna happen. There's not no, there's there's enough things in place to yeah. um to prevent that, right? Hopefully, uh, hopefully that's been the plan. That's why we're here. Hopefully, fingers <laughs> crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I I would think I would think that maybe a five to ten percent correction is probably more realistic, personally. But yeah, again, these guys, you know, they make way more money than us, or so that you would think. I mean, they're out there spitting numbers, doing pie charts, pivot tables. You know how long it takes me to do a pivot table? Really? Like, I just don't use them that often. Yeah. Yeah. I've gotten more and more. I love Excel. Excel's amazing. Oh. Excel is amazing. I was an accounting major, so I, I had to get... Oh, so you're part of the problem. Yeah. I, I, okay. had, to get, I had to get very comfortable with Excel. Yeah. Um, fun did fact. You, did you finish with accounting major? You finished with an accounting major? Yeah, I'm a BSA. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I, I went to school long enough to where <laughs> I didn't even need the master's program to sit for the CPA if I wanted to. I'd still be college credit. I was six okay. years. Because well, I did two years community college, didn't really know what I wanted to do. Then went to, to UMKC to go get the, uh, let's go ruse, kangaroos, baby. Um, and kind of started as a business admin and took a couple of the basic level accounting classes, talked to a professor, kind of tried mentoring me, be like, hey, you seem to get this much more focused career than just business admin. And so then I switched over to that. And so then that was extremely difficult and probably one of the worst decisions I've ever made in my life. <laughs> it, was, it was so hard. <laughs> like my brain does not work. And I, I'm a numbers guy. Accounting is not numbers focused. Accounting is general principles and guidelines and like how you use those in different ways. It's not like a number, like it's, it's, it's not numbers. I mean, yes, numbers are involved, but it's more rules, guidelines, how you apply this, where you can apply that. Like there's different ways to do it. It's just whichever one you choose, you have to be consistent with what method of accounting you're using. Like it's, it was not for me. It did not work for my brain. It was a little more abstract than I thought it would be. I'm like a, I'm an engineer's brand. I should have followed in dad's footsteps and gone engineering. But. What kind of engineer? Uh, he was a civil engineer. He was on um, material, bulk material and handling. He did, um, Moving coal and coal fire power plants. So, oh wow, he, he worked a lot internationally, obviously, because yeah. the U.S. hates coal. So, but uh, yeah, like they, he would design the system on getting the coal from, like, if it was from a barge or a ship, how to get it from the water to the power plant, or if it was coming out of like a, a mine, how to transport it from the mine to the power plant. Oh, there you go. No, he, he did some pretty cool stuff. Man. He got to travel the world doing it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I did. It's for it coal. Spend it was, spend a little bit of time in in Mother Russia. Uh no, surprisingly, like the ones that come to mind, like Indonesia, Philippines, Hong Kong, South Africa. Um, those were like the big jobs I remember because like some jobs you'd be gone for like two and a half years. The Philippines? Wait, wait, wait! Did you say two and a half years? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Did you, get, did you get to go visit? Man, I am. This is still a sore subject. So my, my father had sole custody of me and my sisters. We visitation for the mom uh, when I was like eight or nine. So my sisters would have been like 11, 12. And he got offered a gig in Thailand. And it was going to be a minimum six-month job, moved there. And he had it all set up. And he was going to take my sisters and I to Thailand, live there, six months minimum, probably was going to end up being a year, go to international school. Like, you know how cool of an opportunity and, like, experience that would have been? Oh, yeah. I was, like, in sixth grade, but it got it got shot down. I think my mom stepped in and, like, went lawyered up and was like, no. <sighs> that would have been so freaking cool. Come on, mom. I know, man. So no, I, 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 I've never done really any international traveling. I'm boring, man. The most I've done is the British Virgin Islands. That's that's it for me. I mean, but I've gotten to use the passport once. British Virgin Islands. You get those stamps, man. I know, I know. I haven't even gone to Mexico. Yeah, like everybody's gone to Mexico. Everybody's gone to Mexico. You got to go to the DR. DR. We did DR last year. Took our yeah, I, I heard the DR is pretty fun. It is fun. Yeah, but I can't, well, I mean, that's can't, cool. can't really afford any of it right now. But you know what people can't afford right now if they're taking advantage of the equity in their house is they can afford to do some home renovations to keep that house from climbing down just not quite as far true, as the percentage is dropping, right? Let's talk about um, who decorated your tree because that does not look like you. I don't think yeah, you did that. Yeah, no. Um, so oh, the, the ribbon? Yeah, yeah, I did the ribbon. So Grace, my daughter, always she does the ornaments. Like that's that's her job. And this is actually a new tree this year. I finally got a pre-lit tree. Oh my gosh, I finally got it. Oh, you didn't cut it down. Man, I had yeah, no, I'm sorry. But I, I've strung the lights every year for like the past six years. And like I was like, screw this, I'm getting a pre-lit. So yeah, I did I, I put the tree together, I did the ribbon, and then she comes after the ribbon's on and does it, does the other uh, ornaments. Look at you, the Martha Stewart touch. I'm impressed. Yeah, see, see, you got, got the Patty Mahomes right here, man. Yeah. Is that a is that the Chuck E. Cheese mouse next to it? That is a terrible rendition of Casey Wolf. Um, the Chiefs That's mascot. The yeah, yeah, this is this is That's the Chuck E. Cheese mouse. No, this is a I I think Grace made this actually. My daughter, I think, made it. It does kind of look like the Chuck E. Cheese guy. Yeah. Okay, so Grace, if you're listening, because I know you are because you love your dad. It's a great job. Yeah, you did great. It was years ago. Great. She, uh, man, she, uh, got braces today. Big day. Big day. Ooh. Yeah, Grace Brace Face. Oh, don't mouthful. do that to her. What, are you, what kind of dad are you? Come <laughs> it's on. a mouthful. But yeah, no, she, uh, she, got, she got her braces on this morning. Let's you see know. if I can, can you see this? I, I need to get some braces. Oh, no, that not, looks great. Now, you did that yourself. It's all blurry. Yeah, I'm going to, I'll text it to you. It's pretty fabulous. I'm not going to lie. It's like a nine-footer. Oh, nice. Got in there with the saw, cut it down, let London cut it down. And I'll tell oh, you yeah, yeah. yeah. You, go, you go natural. I forgot about that. All natural. All natural. Yep. So it's, she, uh, it's an experience. So she got to cut it down. She got in there with the saw herself? Yeah, yeah. The last Very couple nice. of years. Yeah, it's been fun. We've been doing it since she was like, uh, since she was four. So... You know, seven, six, seven years. So it's a running tradition now. I'd like to go natural. There's something to be said. The smell, it just, it, it, it is, it is cool. We used to, when I was a kid, we always did natural. My dad always took us to get a tree. 
I, I'd like to go nine foot, but the stupid ceiling has a slant. Like this is the best spot in my little living room here for this tree. Like everywhere else would look stupid. And like the ceiling slants down the corner. And so like seven and a half foot's the limit. I can't go, I can't go above seven and a half. If I want to put a topper on there, I got a little angel up there. Oh, I got to have the topper. Yeah. Yeah. You got to. So what I you should do is you should blow out that roof, blow out that roof, put a, Put a nice skylight in there. Go Clark Griswold on. Go Clark Griswold with it. Man, such a good movie. He's such. He's my hero. Have you seen? Um, have you seen the uh, the new uh, Ryan Reynolds deal on Netflix? Oh yeah, that's gonna or, be. Cool. Or on on Apple or on uh, Apple I think it's Apple Plus. Good afternoon. There's good probably afternoon. A, there's probably a hidden fee there too. Don't worry. Good afternoon. I get you. That's my that's my be my new greeting to people. It's good afternoon. Just good afternoon. Yeah, you'll have to watch it to realize. But... It's um I thought it didn't come out yet. Oh, it came out like yet this week, didn't it? Great. Yeah, Grace and I watched it last week. So it's it's out. Oh, last week. Okay. Yeah. It's a it's a musical, which I did not see that coming. Will Ferrell. Will it's Ferrell Ryder Rails. It's, it's a musical with Will Ferrell Ryder Rails, but um yeah, I guess like they say that back in the day, um, like in the days of original Scrooge, good afternoon meant the equivalent to, you know, F you. And so, oh. <laughs> so we're, we're at the Chiefs game tailgating. This is great. My daughter, like, so Grace is like a good at two shoes. She is scared to cuss. She is scared to like say bad words. Like she does, just doesn't do it. Like, which, which is a good thing, right? Yeah. yeah. So she is like a super innocent kid. And um, so it's funny when like we're all getting together and like she comes to the Chiefs game with us, we're tailgating. Like we're like, Grace, say it, say it, say it. And like you can see, like every bone in her body, like it takes all the courage to spit it out. <laughs> I was talking trash to her during our game of bags. We were playing bags, and like I kept talking trash, but she was playing like crap. And she just looks at me and goes, "Dad, good afternoon." It's like, oh my god, guys! I can't believe you remember That's that. It awesome. came out of nowhere. It was so good. It was classic. But she said it with like such anger. Oh yeah, like, she, she knew like, exactly what she meant. Oh yeah, no, she knew. She did not mean good afternoon. I'll tell you that. I'm talking about some innocence. I took London to uh, the night before Thanksgiving. We went to the Caps game and they played Philly in DC. And it's like a thing that like me and her have, we're, we're going to try and go to more games together, like trying to find something that <laughs> me and her can relate to like on the same level. Cause in another year, couple of years, it's going to be her and my wife. And they're going to be doing their thing. And I'm going to need one thing. I'll take the Caps. So she's yeah. in it. Right. You want to talk about innocence and sweet, like, we're sitting there. She goes, she's like, dad, this is like our time, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Why? What's up? And she's like, well, okay. If I use, can I use the word? Can I use, damn. She's whispering in a crowd of 35,000 people. I'm like, uh, yeah. I mean, while we're here, this will be the safe space. Sure. Go ahead. Have at it. And she didn't abuse it. She waited, waited the right time. And cap, caps allow goals. She lets out a little damn. Yeah, she's like, damn. She's like, she said it under her breath still, right? And then Ovechkin put some guy into the boards, and the guy like fell limp. She goes, oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You see my 10 year old get so like into it and use it completely correct the entire time. It was great. So she used that it like, great. she was like five or 10 times. And then I think she was like, she was, she was out of her system. But meanwhile, like all the Philly fans that were, sitting around us were yelling every possible oh, obscenity because they ended up losing in OT. It was a cool game. I've never seen an overtime hockey game, but when they go like sudden death and play like three on three. Yeah, it's like three on three or four on four. And then well three is four on four with the goalie. But yeah, and it's sudden death. You get five minutes 
And then if that doesn't happen, it goes to a it's shit like playing. It's like playing like uh, Wayne Gretzky hockey. One of the greatest games ever. Oh, Wayne yeah, Gretzky, yeah exactly. Wayne Gretzky hockey on N64 was three on three. That game is hands down one of the best video games Man, ever. Man, you really could light people up on that game. Oh, yeah. it was so much fun. And oh, that's what game. they did. Like, it was super cool. They scored the game winner right in front of us. Awesome. Place went crazy. Oh, and, uh, I mean, it was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So now she's like, she's like, Dad, can we get like season tickets or how does this work? I'm like, oh, God. I mean, you feel my pain. Like, you know how that, like, you guys just won, you guys won a Super Bowl recently. So your tickets are probably higher, anyways. Yeah, there, there was a premium the year after, but then like, you, you, you always have to pay a premium when you first sign up. Like, I, I had, I only had one seat. Like, when we were, won the Super Bowl, oh, I just okay. had, I just had a seat for myself. And so then, selfish. For, for two seasons well seeing if i could afford it like oh yeah, yeah. honestly like was just yeah. seeing how it worked and like you know my schedule and stuff and so then kind of got a groove of it i added the second seat i had to pay a premium on that seat because it was of course after we won the big super bowl and so then the next year it drops down significantly into like the tier of the section you're in and so it goes from there i just i think how most organizations do it so is that it man are we done we have anything else really to talk about today I mean, I think that's it. We're getting the uh, the red light, the white flags being raised by Jordan. So the, the director is giving us them. He's getting it. You guys, you guys are going too long. You guys suck. Cut it down. <laughs> uh, thank you, everybody, again for joining us on another fantastic episode of Value Nation. Uh, make sure you go, like, subscribe, click that little notification bell icon. You know when the new heat is being dropped on all of our social media uh, outlets. We got Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Uh, go find us on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, 